Okay. We are gonna try this again. I just recorded an entire podcast and we had nothing. I was complete. So welcome back, Insided. Last episode we had uh, Papa Brian, our stepdad, on there. Um, he listened to it. Already wants to come back and correct me on things that I said. So maybe we'll give him that pleasure. I don't know. Um, yeah. Got that going on. I know the sound was crap, man. I'm trying to figure out this mixer. I have no idea what I'm doing. Please, let me know if you can help me out. Um, but, well, I had two different mics, so his sounded way different. Um, and I am a stickler for the sound, so I'm trying to get better. I'm learning. Um, yeah, bear with me as, as we go along here. Uh, what else do we have? I'm going to jump right into some great Instagram questions. You can reach out, ask me anything you can, anything you want, I should say, um, on Instagram, direct message me at Dan the Mancina. You can also, um, message me on Facebook at Dan Mancina, and then you can email me at insidedpodcast at gmail.com. Um, so, here we go. I'm going to go right to here. I thought I was in my, uh, uh uh-oh, going to my unread here. I had some good questions. They're kind of long, though, but this is Tess, Tess Gordon. Uh, we reached, oh yeah, she reached out a couple... Uh, months ago, with the, she had the vision impaired child. We chatted a bit. Oh, sounds like an awesome kid. Um, I love the podcast so far. Love the insight it provides. No pun intended. Haha. <laughs> As a parent who has a vision impaired child, um, what did your parents do as they learned as your disease about your disease? And how did your um, experience as a visually impaired person affect your degree? Because um, she's going for TVI, Teacher of the Visually Impaired. Epic. Um, how did it affect me and going for my degree as a uh, VRT? Well, first answer. Whew, um, how did you know my parent? Well, I got some feedback from my phone here, and I just smashed the head, the mic stand. Um, I mean, my as a parent, you know, she felt all the guilt. Um, she was definitely way more stressed and worried about my blindness um, than I ever was. Okay, that sound is, sorry, I'm adjusting my mic here. Um, she was way more, she was affected by it more than me, I think, um, just feeling that guilt, you know. She was very worried about what I would do when I grew up, how would I support myself, and just coming from a family that has no visual impairment or blindness in in our history that that um that we ever experienced so everything was new and foreign to us we had no idea what what uh you know what was out there what kind of services there were for me um so we just really went into the thing dark you know and um you know she was always stressed and i think i I hopefully i relieved some of that stress and pressure or worry that she had about 
her kids, you know, I have three older brothers, and two of them also have RP as well, so I kind of was the one who, I'm the one who went blind first, and kind of jumped into that whole world first, so hopefully I set a good example, and, um, yeah, man, she was super weird, she still is, you know, feels that guilt, but, I mean, you really shouldn't, you know, if, like, I, like I've always said, if you have a child who's vision impaired, it's about treating that kid the exact same as you would anyone else. Except you're going to have a couple of adaptions, adaptive techniques and stuff like that that you're going to have to make around the house as far as labeling things, um, really good organization, stuff like that. Get them into an intervention as early as possible into a school that has TBIs. Um, and get them in with an orientation mobility specialist as soon as possible. Um, and then a VRT as they get older um, so that they are ready to do all the things that other kids would do and they're just going to be have the skills that they need to live that independent life go on to college and just you know the idea is just treat them as normal as possible so that they have you know a normal life just like any other child you know go make them cut the grass and do all that stuff <laughs> um yeah and then the other question you know how did my visual impairment prepare me for my education um, as a vrt so this was kind of half selfish, you know. I, I, I half the reason why I went into VRT, outside of you know the super inclusive field that it is, and uh, the ability to reach people and kind of share my experiences, and you know, I, I, I feel like I, I didn't stress too much about my vision loss. You know, I went through the through the self conscious stuff and all that stuff for a while, um, but. Um, and then, uh, you know, outside of being able to help other people, you know, and, sh and share, the, you know, my beliefs and my values about blindness, but I wanted to learn as much as I could, you know, I was like, I did, are there like secret techniques or what, how, how what can I learn to, to be more independent? You know, I've always wanted to just learn the skills, every skill I could, because um, they're hard to find. All this information is not easy to find um, until you get kind of like into the system, right, until you find whatever organization or state funded um, it's really different for each state um, but whatever um, you know what the heck is the word not organizations but just the, the um, you know here we have the uh, school for the blind and stuff like that in Kalamazoo um, a lot of vocational work but each state's different so like till you get kind of within that system right and and you you get in contact with a counselor, um, and you got to think out and make all these plans for your education. What are you going to go to college for? You have to kind of have this clear path all written out, and then you'll, they'll, you know, you can do the training and spend a week at the visual at the the school for the blind and stuff like that, and learn the cooking, braille, cleaning, woodworking, all this stuff. <coughs> um, until you get into that. You, these resources are, are hard to find um, independently, right? Um, a little bit easier now. There's all kinds of podcasts, all kinds of podcasts and stuff and like that you can reach out to, but it's hard. Um, I just totally lost my train of thought right now. I'm so burnt from doing the first podcast that but I just want to finish another one right now because I have to pack all this stuff up. Um I don't even know what I was talking about, but, <laughs> geez, um, 
yeah, I, I went into that field as, as a way to kind of learn um, as much as I could, right? Okay, that's, that's what I was talking about. Because um, it's hard to find those things outside of that, you know. So that was a big reason why I went into that. Um, and, yeah, I mean, hopefully that helps you. It was rad to talk to you. I know you had a little one. I think she's get, hopefully she gets into skating and stuff like that. So sick. Let me pop open this other. I had another good question about hunting here. Let me go into okay my requests. Miles Morris. Here we go. Just finally watch your podcast. My episode three. Sick. Do you have any photos of you with the? Shooting your rifle with the mount. Want to include my 13-year-old son? Uh, if he was able to get onto the rifle range, he might enjoy it a bit more. Um, also, maybe ever consider getting on a skateboard. May have to get him, give it a try. His own. I'm just fairly weak for a 13-year-old. May give him the motivation. Yes, and I see you said that you did some kind of... Um, We've tried duck hunting, doing the calling, and elk hunting. Um, cool. And like, oh, you have a skate park in your place. Yeah, get it on the board. It'd be sick. Um, I think I posted a photo way, way back in the day with my rifle. You'd have to go back in the archives of, of my Instagram. I tried to actually pull this up the other day to send to a friend. Um, I can... I'm going to post some stuff coming up here because we're getting into deer hunting season, getting prepped for everything, shooting my bow and stuff like that. I will toss that in there as well. Um, I want to do a whole video on it and stuff like that too that I'm going to share. Um, but really what it is is, is it's uh, um, you can buy – Jesus, hit the mic stand again. You can buy a – I think it's called like an eye scope or something. Like if you just Google – um, you know, iPhone camera mount for scope, it will pop up. But I think I remember it being pretty pricey, like a hundred bucks or something like that. So I literally just took a piece of rubber piping um, with a pipe clamp on one end, and that fit around the diameter of your scope. And then on the other end of that, uh, it's kind of a longer pipe, probably about uh, about the length of your middle finger. And then a PVC pipe that I cut down to, this is going to take, depending on your phone and all that stuff, whatever length you need that slides into that rubber piece, another pipe clamp to clamp that down. And that's what I attached. Just I took these two L pieces um, and screwed it to one L side to the PVC pipe and the other directly into a phone case. Um, and I did a phone case that, like, I did it has plastic on the outside, and there's like this little rubble rubber um, casing that goes around the phone. So I was able to pop that in and out um, of the case. So you can you can also screw into it, so it's not kind of uh, the screw head isn't kind of messing with your phone itself. And you kind of just have to line that up, um, trial and error, and then when you get it uh, a decent, you know, that decent circle within your camera mode, and the phone's literally upside down. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to share a photo of this. It's upside down, and then it can be hard when you're first getting it to um, focus. I know my brother, sometimes it would focus on the crosshairs itself, um, 
as opposed to downrange. So that can be a little tricky. You just got to kind of fandango with it, mess with it. And I had to kind of tilt it, tilt it a little bit because it's a bolt action. So when you slide that hammer up and back, um, you got to make sure it clears and it doesn't hit the phone. Um, and I know that was a problem with the actual, the expensive case that pe some people said it would kind of get in the way. So I just went the cheap route, built it myself. Um, but yeah, you can find it. And I will share it. I'm going to look. I'll try to find it and uh, DM you if I can remember here to send you a photo of that. Um, but yeah, man, it's fun. Um, and let me I'm curious about the, uh, did you actually do duck hunting? Um, was your son able to actually shoot or were you just doing the calls and stuff like that? Because that's one thing I wanted to do. Especially grouse hunting, I think, would be, would be doable because they're so loud when they flush. Um, I think in the right area and stuff like that, I could take one down. Um, sick. Yeah. Let me know if that helps. I will try to, oh, there goes my... Jeez, knocking my other mic stand down. I will share um, that photo if I can find it. If not, I will be posting stuff, uh, more hunting stuff this year once we get into closer to the season. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, dude, that's awesome. Um, that's cool, your son. Feel free, you know, always down to chat if you ever need any advice or stuff like that. Try to give him some motivation. Use that cane, get out there. Um, that's huge, you know. Um, sick. Thank you, Miles. Hope I have your name correct. Let me go into um, my other. Where are we at here? I need to go into all requests. Here we go. All requests. Here we go. I had an older one, so I got to go deep, deep into the requests. I don't open them, so they don't go away. Here we go. Where's the other one at? Oh, it must. Oh, man, is it gone? Oh, I think it's gone. Because I opened it because I just did the podcast a second ago. That got deleted, which means it's probably going to be deep in the archive. Uh, I can oh, I got things playing in here. Let me see if I can still find this. Sorry. Um, jeez, guys, I'm sorry. Where is this at? Make it all? Here we go. The Here's, um, the world of... No, unread, no. I want to go all messages. Okay, I'm about to read. We're going to find this later. Best gear tricks. Jeez, man, I'm sorry. I opened it but I'm trying to remember what was that message about I think it was oh it was something oh, what was his name dude I'm so sorry I can't remember your name it's so deep it's gonna be so far back in my DMs too now but it was something along the lines of he um, had a visual impairment as well and he was kind of asking for advice as far as what can you do to you know as a vision impaired person, you, when you're in kind of new situations, you know, uh, with friends or especially with meeting new people and stuff like that, uh, this uncomfortable feeling of kind of, uh, 
what is it? it's just like self-conscious stuff right um whether you, you say you might like bump into somebody you know in in some kind of social situation that you didn't see or something like that and it's kind of awkward and people don't understand kind of why you do that especially it sounded like you don't didn't use a cane um so you kind of do these weird mistakes and people just think like they don't know what to think um <laughs> like if you're messing with them or something like that um and being more comfortable in in with that and being more comfortable with your visual impairment um is a hard thing uh that was the hardest thing definitely for me to overcome and i still do feel self-conscious in new situations especially when i you know i go on trips and stuff with skate teams and i feel awkward you know a lot of the times but when those trips are done man and once you kind of spend a couple of days with somebody new and and they start to understand and you explain to them um you know why you do the things that you do why you're you're walking a certain way or, or trailing a wall or something like that and you actually let them know like yeah, actually, you know, there's some vision that I don't have. I have a visual impairment, and that's why I do these things. People are, are that's a very easy thing to understand at a certain level. Um, and once they know that and you educate them, it, it gets easier um, for, for both people. And like I said, on these trips, you know, by the end of the trip, you know, I feel more confident in my skills. Um, and people feel just, you know, more comfortable and, and used to you doing different things differently. Um, so it's just that education. Wow, that washer is so loud right now. Oh, that is so annoying. Um, but yeah, man, that's what it's all about is, is that self-advocacy and, and just, just educating. It, it gets annoying and tedious a lot of times because every new person you meet, it's, it's a whole new, you know, you go through the spiel again pretty much of explaining why you do the things you do. But, yeah, I'm sorry. I'll try to find your name on there. I apologize. DM me again if you hear this. Um, oh, you also, I know that you mentioned you were doing, I think, environmental planning. Environmental planning, your master's. That's sick. Uh, get those inclusive environments, right? It's all about that universal design, baby. Give me some ideas for this adaptive skate park. I would love to hear them. Um, yeah. Sick dude, thank you for the questions. It was really, those were really good ones. Um, and yeah, what, oh, I had some other advice. What was I? Oh yeah, when I first, you know, getting used to using my cane was hard. Um, not really the technique so much as the as the the stigma attached with it, right? That label that you have with that cane, because you're, bam, you're identified as oh, there's a blind guy. <laughs> Pretty much is the first thing people think, right? And then there's all that stigma and, and misconceptions, misconceptions about about the blind and stuff like that, all attached with it. Um, so that's hard. Uh, but what I did was in the beginning, especially when I first learned my cane skills, I was all hyped on it, and I would just do drop-offs where I'd have somebody literally just drop me off in somewhere where I hadn't have not been before, um, and then me navigating, get, either getting my way back home, or like even as simple as like. Uh, going into like a Starbucks, going into a coffee place and having to find the line, make my way up to the top of the line, order a drink, navigate through this crazy loud cafe, figure out where my drink is, and then exit. Um, and doing these little things. I did one like each week I would I would do a new a new area for a while. Um, and just so uncomfortable and awkward in the beginning, but just the more you do it, man, the, the, 
the more confidence you get, the more confident you become. So that's always been my that's the only advice I have for that stuff. I mean, aside from that, that's just educating your friends and stuff like that. You know, it's it's weird, man. It's a weird feeling sometimes. I know that in being in a new environment, it's 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 awkward for me even nowadays. Um, but yeah, I mean, skating helps me with that. Just it's just building that confidence up um, and being being comfortable with yourself, you know. And the more you achieve, and the more things you do in life, you, you'll you'll become, um, you know, more and more happy with yourself. So you keep working towards towards bettering yourself. That's what it's all about. Yes, I hope that helped. Hope I answered some questions there. Thank you. Please hit me with more also advice on this damn mixer that I'm using. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. Hopefully this sound is better than the last one. Um, I just hear this washer, the, the the clothes laundry right now is driving me nuts. I apologize. Um, I'm in the middle of moving right now. I have literally clothes and different just everything spread across three different places. My mom's house, my girlfriend's mom's house, and my apartment, which we're moving out this Thursday into a storage unit because I ended my lease early so that I could save money for one month while I'm trying to uh, get into my new home. Uh, this sucks. How about every DM me who wants to help me move? There we go. We can, we can do this all in one day. Um, uh, what else? Yeah, so I found a house. Uh, everything's going pretty good with it. I'm crossing my fingers. I'd be stoked if we get into this one. Um, and it has a yard. So this is my goal for the year, right? This is my plan with this with this house that I get. Enough land so that I can build a mini skate park on it, right? In like a kind of a little little small barn, pole barn kind of thing with a mini skate park. And it's going to be an adaptive park, right? So it can be good for any rider with WCMX, but it's going to be really specialized for visually impaired talking about speakers within objects, uh, tactile ground, and just the whole layout and style of the objects in the park are all going to be designated for vision-impaired and blind skaters. Also, a universal design, right, so that any rider could use it, whether in a wheelchair or anything like that. So the idea is to get this park built. I already have uh, my buddy Everett. Uh, his organization works for, I'm blanking on the name, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to do a whole podcast on skate park design and um, really focus it around this idea, uh, but my buddy Everett and his company is going to do the blueprints and get everything figured out on exactly how we can maximize this space, um, the price and everything it's going to cost to get this thing built, I'm going to do a big campaign um, on my social media and hopefully through all my sponsors to push to get this park built. Um, the first adaptive park because I have my nonprofit, Keep Pushing Incorporated. Um, been going for over a year now. Raised some money, um, you know, raised money through my through Real Didn't Action Realize board. There's a raised Braille board last year <coughs> that is not available yet, or it's not available anymore. It's sold out. <sighs> so maybe do another run of those to help push this also. Um, but so do a big campaign, right? Get the money built, get this park built, right? The first fully, really specialized adaptive park design um, on land near me so that my dream is to, when all this crazy COVID stuff is all over, 
I want to fly as many families out for years as I can. So I'll invite a family out. They'll come stay with me, a uh, family with a kid who's visually impaired. And then that kid, I'm going to hook them up with, you know, boards, shoes, all this stuff. And then, you know, private skate sessions in this park, right? And just shred with them, skate with them, and teach them all everything I know about, um, you know, life, right? And try to just get them more motivated and get them, you know, to really strive for that independence, right? Uh, teach them all my VRT skills I learned throughout school. Get them uh, in the kitchen cooking and all this stuff. And just spread some time and hopefully, you know, make a positive impression on, on that person and their family. So that's the dream right now. That's the big goal that I'm super stoked on. Um, but first step is getting this uh, house and land and then getting the money together to, to get this park built. You know, hopefully through viewers like you, we can make it possible. So stay in tune for that. I'll let you know what's up. Um, you can always donate now as well. Um, you have to just, yeah, you have to just do a check, I guess, to keep pushing Incorporated. Um, do it through the nonprofit. It would be cool. But, yeah, stay tuned for that stuff. Uh, what else? Dudes and dudettes. Um, I mean, that's the big thing. I'm just stressed right now with just being in limbo of no place to live and waiting for this house to go through. Craziness. But yeah, spent some time up north. Oh, I was skipping rocks uh, the other day with my buddy. And I was like, dude, which way do I go? Straight on that way? He's like, yep. I whip this rock, skip it. And uh, and then this kid pops up right out of the water, right where I threw this rock. It's like, oh my God. Clay just looked at me. He's like, dude, kid just popped up right there. So don't always trust your sighted friends and get you in trouble <laughs> yeah that was super sketchy jeez what else haven't been driving don't have any new driving stories for you trying to get a tesla one day so i can uh, excuse me so i can uh i want to drive across i want to be the first blind person to drive across country in a tesla right that'd be sick another goal of mine Man, I'm so bummed. I just recorded that whole thing and messed up. I'm just like pretty much copying what I did. <laughs> so it doesn't sound weird, but yeah, awesome. Giants hit me with some good questions today. That was sick. Um, I even, oh man, I recorded one with my son podcast, but that one, the audio was so messed up. I can't believe the difference in the sound between, like I have two different mics, but they're like two decent this mic's a little nicer, but... Oh, so annoying. But, just, sorry. You just gotta bear with me as I learn here. And I'm literally, like... Like I said, I'm moving all over the place. This is just set up randomly in my mom's basement. So all the sounds different compared to my other podcasts. Where I was doing it at my apartment, which is kind of a smaller... More carpet and stuff. So I think it actually sounded better in there, but... Please. Any tips... Hints how to use this damn soundboard. This, um, I don't even know what it is. Notepad uh, 8FX or something like that. There were some cool effects on here, but I don't even think they work. I was trying to mess with them earlier. 
And I don't think they work because they're supposed to be an echo right now, which I hear, but you probably don't. Sounds like I'm in a cave. Actually, then that's an echo. But you probably don't hear it because I don't know what's happening. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, what else? Skating has been, you know, I have my son in town, so I'm just, I focus on spending time with him. But, uh, so skating's been kind of slow. It's been, ch I've been literally, jeez, I can't stop yelling. Just skating out front like, like I did when I was a little kid. Skating flat, working on that flat ground game. Backside flips are in right now. Trying to get to a gap ASAP. Um, that's about all that's going on in that world, man. And, um, really I think that's all I have for you. That's another short one, man. I like, um, I'm trying to get my GoPro on here. She doesn't want to do it. Next episode, I'm going to get on here. So give me questions. I would love to hear any, anyone who's in a relationship with a blind person or who is a blind person in a relationship. Give me some questions for my girlfriend. That would be fantastic for her to read them. Make them as funny and wild as possible. Um, what else? Oh, Gigi Gator. Question about wiping my ass last week or a couple weeks ago DM me their Instagram name is uh, GGA tour like PGA tour but GGA tour um, uh, what is PGA tour uh, something golf association their gator golf association um, GGA tour yep give them a follow on Instagram if you like golf I do not <laughs> um sweet dudes Dudes, dudettes, stay tuned for more hunting. Uh, stay tuned for skate park uh, podcast coming up. I think I might do that one next because I'm super hyped on that idea. I'll share all my ideas for an adaptive park. Um, and yeah, hit me with any more questions. Please DM me. I love hearing from you guys um, and sharing them on here. So Dan the Mancina on Instagram, Dan Mancina on Facebook, and then email me insidedpodcast at gmail.com I've yet to get an email I'm so excited to get my first email so send me one alright my dudes dudes and dudettes much love keep pushing